we have the fabulous Storm Artiste. Man, this this um, we're two weeks away from uh, two weeks since the women's college uh, championship game between LSU and Iowa. Yeah, man. And people sleep on women's sports sometimes, man. Women's soccer. Hey, yeah. The yeah. women's UFC and that basketball game was one of the best halves of basketball I've ever seen. Yeah, man. It was super competitive. Uh, I think a lot of people shout out to Caitlin Clark for putting women's basketball on the map for this year. Every year in the tournament for the women, something it's like some story that makes everyone like run to the championship to watch it and, and she's dropped she was dropping like 40 points. She was looking like Reggie Miller on the ass in <laughs> like half for the tournament. So we tuned in, man, and we got everything we expected. Yeah. And LSU, shout out to them. And, you know, I didn't want to say nothing, but I figured their athleticism would pull away in the second half, and, and it, it did. did. It did big, big yeah. time. But none, nonetheless, um, <clears throat> if the WNBA could figure out a way to, like, recreate that energy – throughout the whole season, I think their numbers will go up. Like, I don't know what they need to do, but they need to figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah, that and I bring that up because we have Storm who, man, she's got a story in there about her going and playing in Europe <laughs> and negotiating that contract with her mom. I can't wait for y'all to hear it. Um, but, yeah, she talks about the whole experience. She, Man, she – Balled out in college, yeah, and uh, and now she's out here on these stages slinging jokes. Plug, it was a good episode, man. What do you think? Yeah, it was an amazing episode. Um, the crazy thing about it is, like, Storm has a big following throughout her comedy, you know, from her stand up. And I bet y'all don't know her real name, so you're gonna have to listen to this episode. And not having a great set is two totally different things. Oh, no, I bomb sometimes. Sometimes. Bomb? I don't yeah. plug. I don't a, trust a that. A lot of times when I bomb, it's me just kind of working on stuff. Yeah, yeah. And if I'm trying, if it's a tried and true stuff and I'm not doing well, then, yeah. It's, that, that, yeah. Yeah, I think bombing and not having a good set are two totally different things. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. bombing is just like nobody laughed and you may got booed or whatever. Getting but, booed off stage, definitely. I got booed off uptown <laughs> years ago. Did you? Uptown's I did. tough. Well, here's a, here's a story on that really quick quick um because it is it's it's a learning experience mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i went up there and this was at the old uptown like the old Marietta the yeah. old building the old, that was the, all that history adjacent. yeah and that yeah. place <laughs> and that place was just so cool literally it was a that was a cool venue but i went up there and i did the open mic on a friday night mm -hmm. and i did good yeah so mark asked me to come back for the saturday night show mm -hmm. you don't even and, know who mark is do you mark yeah uh, the owner right? mark, uh -uh, mark king Oh, he oh, was a comic no. here a while ago. No, this yeah, this I was. Mark was the owner. Oh no, I never met him because after oh. I got booed off, I never went back. Um, <laughs> As you should not. But I had so much respect for that place, and I was going up everywhere at the time, just trying to get it in. And I go up, and Shorty Shorty's hosting that Shorty, night. Shorty, shout yeah, shout. Yeah, yeah, and he so he does this joke. Have you? <laughs> I apologize, but I have to say it, say it. for on. the story. Uh, he was like, hey, hey, you ever had a bitch fall on your dick and she shit all over it and you got Cohen and shit on your dick? What is happening? 
and everybody died laughing. He goes, okay, your next comic, some white dude, I don't know. Oh, my god! <laughs> and then he walked away. And didn't even bring He you didn't up. even say my name. That was a terrible He walked away. Oh, my God. No oh one clapped. <laughs> no. And the place is just packed. They I didn't mean, know they were supposed to. And so I'm standing there, and I do a joke. And I... It was the most quiet I have ever heard so many people. To where you start like going over your life. I do another joke. Ah, you hear your heart beat. Still you quiet. Hear your heart beat. Then I go to crowd work. I make some fun of some dude up there. He was wearing like a tank top and it was twelve degrees. I go after him. No one went with me. He said then, no one went with me. And then I hear somebody say, Boo, get no. off the stage, motherfucker. No. I swear to God. And then the place no. booed and they played the dan dan da They sandmanned you off the stage. And and I I just I've never said been I said, fuck all y'all, and I walked out. <laughs> And, Yo, never and I never returned. And never returned. Uh-uh. For you to say "fuck all y'all" in a room full of black, black people, bro. I couldn't help it, bro. You, <laughs> bro. you got nuts, boy. Nuts ain't the word. You I was balls. so you hurt. Got, My ego was in such disarray. Balls. Man, Godly. that was. Damn. But it was my fault. I shouldn't have been there. I was way out of my league on that one. If you if you'd have stuck around for the whole show, Absolutely. somebody would have invited you to the cookout though, just because Absolutely. you said "fuck y'all" to a room. <laughs> like, no, but he was nervous after that. He was like, "Let me get my shit and get the fuck up." Out yeah, of I'm, I'm getting out. I would have left too. Yeah, yeah. I would have left too. I would have left okay. after after saying that. Yeah, I would have been out of there. But yeah. now that I have that though, it's been good in life because nothing has ever been worse. Yeah, there you go. So that was your rock bottom. Yeah, that was that was it. So now everything else is easy peasy. Yeah. That's the roughest yeah. that's happened to you in life. Well, I mean, <laughs> as far I, I mean, as far as embarrassment. That's I, it. I'm not bringing up the real shit part. I'm talking about as far as being embarrassed. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to make storms, storms episode so, no, so listen, deep. We're having no, a good time. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. With that being said, <laughs> make sure you play that for we the introduction. Oh, oh, this that's we, the introduction. This stage, stage. Yeah, this, this stage. With that being said, we want to welcome the great. The the must I'm gonna call it the mysterious storm hey, artiste because nobody it. really knows that nobody, much about you. Nobody, you I keep to my, I do. You I, do. Abs- you I like absolutely me. do. I don't I don't fraternize too much. I you know I go I hang out I say what's up I do and then I go and I go back because I don't need people <laughs> knowing my business what I got going on what I'm no. Mm-mm. 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 Well, we gonna dig in today. But we gonna talk sports, man. Um, as a former, I feel like when you're an athlete. Mm-hmm. Athletes have a look, right? Right. And I think the first time, it might not have been the first time, mm-hmm. but one of the few times when I first met you, I was like, well, you played ball. Yeah, you did. Because you, you got did. that hooper swag. You did. And I'm a former hooper. You did. So I know hoopers when I see them. <laughs> you absolutely And did. you was like, and you kind of leaned in, you was like, I played overseas and just walked off. <laughs> you was like, that's it? That's all you got? So yeah. where you from? How did you get to Atlanta? Yes, I got so many questions. My life story. Okay, I am originally from Alabama. Alabama. I played ball there, uh, middle school, high school, um, and then I played college at the University of Memphis. What part of Alabama are you from? Though? I am from like Huntsville, Decatur area. So you north? North, very very yeah, north. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I am a true country girl. Um. And then I played ball. In Memphis for two years, then I transferred to the Henderson State University, and that's where I finished. Okay, so I looked you up a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. I put in Storm Artiste, and it said Henderson State come in comedian. I was like, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that's me. Jesus that's me. Right. That is me. So 
So and, growing up, mm-hmm, growing up mm-hmm. in in um, northern Alabama, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how did you like? Who put the ball in your hands? Did you, you come from an athletic family? I come from or? an athletic family. My dad is six nine, and huh? my mom is like five nine, five ten. Wait, wait, <laughs> your dad is. My daddy is six nine, six feet nine inches. So I mean, was, but he's older now, so he's kind of shrunk a little bit. But he's still. So super that's true. Tall. They say we shrink when we get also you in trouble, bro. <laughs> <laughs> when you get older, I, I know it's, this. It's just gonna yeah. be done for you, sir. Yeah. Bro, so how, mm-hmm. what, how tall is he now? Is he six two? He, uh, no, he's like six, maybe like six six now, six seven. So he's like shrunk just a couple of inches, but he's still super huge. Gotcha. So he's not short. No, but he's like six six now. But like when I was growing up, he was like six nine. So uh, so now my dad is five ten. Okay, okay. Five eleven, he'll tell you. That's still a nice. And height. he used to strike fear in my heart when he was a kid. <laughs> so I can imagine growing six, up nine, yeah. with the behemoth of a dad. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. When my dad has only whooped me once in my life. Mine too. So when he, I will never forget this. When I was a child, I don't know what happened. I did something at school or something. But I came home. When I came home. He was ready to whoop me, right? So he's he's he has the belt, and he's whooping me, but he has me by one arm off the ground. So he's whooping me while I'm trying to run. He has me off the ground, my feet are off, and he's whooping me, and I'm trying to run. I'll never forget that. My daddy whooped me. Yes! So my little feet are just going, and he's just dangling me around, whooping my ass, and I will never forget that. And then my mama finally came in. Okay, that's enough! Put her down, that's I don't know what I did, but that man whooped me like a wet towel. Do you hear me? He had me up in the air and was you, just tearing my ass up. You are the first yeah. person I've ever met got an ass whooping. He danced an ass whooping. He, he was da- y'all was dancing. He really like <laughs> fucking saucered an ass whooping into me. What? He did, and I never forget that. I'll and, never forget. And that. you don't remember what you did? I don't remember. I know it was something with school or I cussed. I did something that that warranted it. No, you. I'm gonna go with cursing. Probably, you probably snuck snuck yeah. shit in there. You so know, well. I probably like. like I don't give a I fuck can, or something. I can see you now. <laughs> dinner, dinner coming. You like what's this shit? Oh, oh that's what we did, doing. Did I, did I that's say what that? we Hilarious. So I would never forget that he literally lifted me off the floor and was whooping my ass, and I would never forget that. And and that's the only time that he ever whooped me. Oh yeah, I ever, bet. Ever, if you don't forget that, ever. my dad, my dad whooped me. I like he was dating the chick, um, and I wanted to stay after school for this basketball, mm-hmm. right? And so I ain't had no way home. No, I ain't had no way home. <laughs> so I made up this whole lie about why I need to stay oh after school. Oh, my gosh. And so he's like, well, I'm going to send her to come get you. So she takes off of work. Oh. Drives from, like, Wait Douglasville. Let's go back. Let's stop right there. Because when your mama have to take off work for yeah. some shit, you know you no, fucked up. No, my dad's girlfriend. Oh, the this girlfriend. Is, this ain't even mom. my mom. Oh, yeah. So she takes off of work from UPS in Douglasville, if y'all know what it is. Far. Out there, Six Flags. Drive way to Glenwood, like Sandy Springs. You deserve that ass whooping. I'm not at this little meeting thing. I'm in the gym. I'm talking about getting it in. (laughs) My dad whooped my ass. And that was the last time. I was 13. About 13. You learned your lesson. I ain't never. I ain't want no more pause. You learned your lesson. Because driving from Douglasville to where you were, I would have whooped your ass. I still remember the look on her face when she saw me in there with that ball. And I made the shot. I was shooting. And I looked over and seen her. Wait, I was like, oh, wait. this better go in. Wait, wait. <laughs> At least I hit it. Right. So, how many? You got siblings? You got? I do. I have uh, five. I have four sisters, two two brothers. And all the same eight. mom and Oh, my entire family is huge. <laughs> There's nobody short in my family, all the way down to my nieces and nephews. I think the shortest person in my family may be like five eight, five nine. Wow. That's the shortest. But probably not even that, because my mom's five ten. So we're all like. 
I think the shortest one of my siblings is six feet. And then I'm the tallest girl at six two. And then my brothers are like six seven, six six, six seven. Do they play ball too? Or? They they did. They, oh. um, my dad played ball. My mom played ball and ran track. My sister ran track. My brothers and sisters played ball. So that was ingrained in me. That was, yeah, you just yeah. So I so I came from a, a sports family. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I got into ball. So was it like a like? Say I didn't have my sister was a lot younger, and she by the time this she started yeah, yeah okay, she, thank you. by the time she started playing stuff, I was in college. Yeah. So was it like a silver and rivalry? Like you got to grow up looking at the trophies in the house, mm. and you like yeah, brother won MVP. I'm finna win the state championship. <laughs> exactly. So I played at the same high school, no, the, the same uh, middle school, high school as my sisters and brothers. Okay. So we were all, we're all like six or seven, you know, years apart. So as I'm coming in, they already knew who I was. Oh, you're Carter. You're Carter. So me coming in, they already knew who I was. Like, I didn't even have to try out to play. No shit. I, I didn't well, even I mean, have to try. Well, I mean, you are like 6'4", right? Yeah. You got to make the team yeah. by default. So <laughs> I made the team by default because my family played. Gotcha. So they already knew our legacy and who I was. So I didn't have to try out to play. They, it was just like, okay, what, what number do you want? They like, if she <laughs> can walk, chew gum. <laughs> she's on the team. She's on the team. So um, that's how I got into sports. I and, and I started playing just off of my family's rep. You know what I mean? And so... Like I said, I didn't even have to try out. They was like, oh, Carter, okay, what number do you want? We know your brother, your sisters, we know everybody. So just come on in, pick your number, and you're on, on, on the team. Like, I didn't even have to try out. Like, I didn't even play J- JV. I went straight from straight to varsity. to varsity. So did the other girls feel the type of way about Absolutely. that? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because I went and I watched the um, – the uh, tryouts like I was sitting there watching them try out you in there like Thanos yeah like, I'm just in there like go come on these little bitches <laughs> <laughs> but, um so you know it was you know it was a little salty it was a little salty and I was starting so you you ain't got to try out and you come in that's a that's a hell of a family that's legacy. A fa- I mean our legacy is very I mean because because my sister was an all-american my uh, other sister was an all-american track star so we all just dominating these sports at this school, so they knew who I was, and you know they they didn't know if I could play or not. See, that's why family ma- legacy matters. It absolutely now, does. what if you to come from a family of criminals? See, <laughs> every time the police see you, they stop yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Carter, uh, what you got in your pocket? Because <laughs> we know your brothers. Uh huh. We know Rob your dad running around here with that thing on him. <laughs> see, see, robbing liquor stores and shit. You know, yes, yeah, it's, okay. it's different. So, what was what's uh some of like your highlights from high school? What were some of the things you accomplished? Did you win the championships? Did we you? did. We won uh, one championship. We were thirty-four and zero. Sheesh. We were thirty-four and zero, and that's like the biggest thing. Like every time I go back home and I run into somebody, they be like, "Oh my God, you were on the thirty-four and zero championship team." I was like, "Yep, yep, yep." It was like, "Man, y'all was." So every time I go home and I run into somebody, that's the first thing they say. It was like, "Oh my God, you was the best. Y'all team was the shit." So I was. So yeah. How does that feel though? Because like now you like a pretty known comedian, mm-hmm. so they like, "Damn, your standards." <laughs> thirty-four and zero. Tell me about it. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's I mean, it's cool. It's a it's a nice memory. It's a nice you know thing for people to still re- remember that all these years. You know, people go on with their lives and do other things, but just for somebody to stop you in your hometown and be like, yeah. and I'd be like, yeah, they'd be like, oh my god, and like they tell me they some people can even tell me the stats. Wow, you, you know how the game ended, how it started. Like some people still have this very vivid memory of that championship or of that season and i'd be like girl i don't i'm like, like i don't remember that shit like 
I don't. You know, I mean, I, bits and pieces, absolutely. Right. So but, were you going in and just starting? Did you did it? Did you become like a leader on the team? Did you? No, no, no. So I you didn't were become like a leader till later team. because when I came on the team, there was all the team was already pretty established. We they were already a winning team. Mm. So we just. Uh, so when I entered the team, it was just like, oh, Carter, what's up? Because that's what people just call me, Carter. And I'd be like, hey, you know, whatever. And so uh, when we would go and play other teams, people would from other teams would also know who I was because of my family. But no, I didn't, I, I didn't come in as a leader. I didn't become a leader until that core team graduated out. Mm. And then that's they when I turned became over. a leader to it. Yeah. Get up in them upper class. Exactly. Yeah, because when I came in as a freshman, I was like, okay, this is Carter. We know. So... And then after they left, then I, then that's when I had to become a leader and kind of bring the people that came in with me. And that's when we won, like, you know, we won all that stuff. So Okay. Yeah. Do you – so I know I got buddies. Oh, let me put my phone on my buddy. So I got buddies that's won state championships, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they never, like, wear their rings. Do you ever just, like, pull yours out, like, I should wear this today? You know what? Just, just for some <laughs> conversation purposes. You know what? That's a great question. No. I haven't seen that ring since. Huh? My mom has it. Okay. okay. You, yeah, oh, my, I thought she. I thought has, you took it to the pawn shop. Somebody got it. Okay. If, if she still has it, because I haven't <laughs> seen it since. Um, but but you know you know how your mama keep your you know <laughs> birth certificate under yeah. the mattress. I don't know where that ring is. I have not seen that ring in many many years. So you know what? That's a great question. I'm gonna call her today. Yeah, you should. I'm gonna be like, Mama, do you still have my ring? And yeah. she's gonna be like, Baby, I don't know. What I, I ring are you talking about? That's exactly what she's gonna say, Baby. I haven't seen that ring since when you got married. I didn't know what <laughs> ring. So yeah. I'm definitely gonna gonna call her today and ask her. But I haven't even thought about it or reached out to her or anything about it. You know, because it's just a memory. That I have, I would but never I, take but I'm mine off. Going to call, I'm, I'm going. He said, I never would have took it off. I would never take mine off. We was we won swag my nice senior no sophomore year mm-hmm. at Grambling. And you played at Grambling. Well, I ran track. Oh, same thing. Hey. And um, we won we won the swag, and they told us our ring money got caught up in the budget with the football team money. <laughs> Shut the front door, and, and that was Shut it. Th- Pastor Troy had a song out at the time called Running for Nothing. And me and my and that, roommate that. used to play this shit every morning. And I quit. I was like, what the fuck am I doing this for? Exactly. I can transfer home and save my ankles and, and knee gristle. <laughs> what? Knee gristle. Yeah. Like, what? You should have yeah. left because that's some bullshit. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. We so. didn't put all this work in and won and you all No. Absolutely not. So after a state championship, y'all, you must have been highly recruited. Absolutely. In. Absolutely. I was recruited by so many teams. But um, Memphis just appealed to me because they were kind of uh, like a building it back up. So I was like, okay, I can go into this school and start from, you know, start fresh as they're trying to build this team back up and and kind of make it, you know. Um, But that was not the case. What happened? What happened? (laughs) So the coach that I got was a was she was a piece of shit. I'm I'm, I'm gonna say it. And whoever hears it from 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 oh, Memphis, oh, thank time. you so much, Storm, this for being honest. Thank this is you. Why we do this. She was a piece we didn't of even shit have to ask. as a coach because as as a coach, you're supposed to nurture and grow and you know put instill all this into players. But she just was not a good coach, and we ended up being like our our record was so shitty because it was like we were like seven and nineteen. Yeah, well, it's it's it, it was. I'm glad you brought bad. it. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. Baby, you can. I just I wanted to ask you about coaching. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you brought it up. 
because there's this whole thing about you know there's like lawsuits at um, different schools about they're coaching they're coaching me too hard and my the the mental well being absolutely is being like well this is gonna hurt this person and it's like but in sports you have to be pushed to your limit absolutely so you know how great you can be absolutely we're not here to be average you pussy if you're doing exactly. a push up halfway push-up, yeah. motherfucker you're being lazy <laughs> do the push up that's very true that's so, very true so what was it specifically <laughs> that that the that the coach was doing that really hurt you feel like hurt y'all um for me um it was just we just ran a lot i mean you know we we absolutely you know <laughs> and that play. sucks you know we just ran yeah. all the time and you know we you know practiced and did the plays but it was just the atmosphere was very negative mm, yeah. um you know you couldn't be yourself you know what i'm saying because like being gay then was you know people were gay but she did not allow people to freely be themselves like if you gay you need to hide that shit you know what i'm saying really? or, or like yeah she was like she was just not a good coach. Um, also, things like or person, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you know, she just wasn't a good person to me. Now, to other yeah. players, maybe she was so great, but to me, I've always known who I am. I've always just been very confident in me and been very aware. So I was like, no, like this shit is not right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I just wanted to be pushed to a level of greatness. But she didn't push you to a level of greatness on the court. She pushed you opposite off the court. So it was never any on court. um, And I'm trying to explain it right. So it was never any on court motivation. It was always off the court. There were problems. Like, you know, we couldn't wear our hair a certain way. We couldn't. um, It was like a disciplinary environment as opposed to a, a uplifting and like exactly. let's be a like exactly. it's it's a very you're like hey hate. your shoe is not supposed to be Correct. like that and exactly. it's it's like a bad workplace where exactly. you come in hey you know you left the light on last night that's that kind of in the writing you up for shit for exactly. no reason you're just like that's i don't even exactly. want why am i here exactly yeah. so it was never like on court like okay this is how you become a beast this is how you become the best shooter. This is the, it, 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 was, it was never that. It was like, you can't wear your hair this way. You can't, you know, show your gay lifestyle. Um, you can't wear your hat a certain way. You can't wear your clothes a certain way. Like, it was. And what year was this around? Ooh, I ain't gonna tell you my age. Ah! Okay, okay. <laughs> well, I was trying to get a context of where society was. You know, she's seasoned. She's seasoned. So Hula- I'm gonna it there. Hilarious. Okay. So, you know, just for me at, at Memphis, I, I I stayed there two years, but after the two years, I was just like, <laughs> gotta go. Gotta go. I'm out of here. Gotta go. And when I um, entered into the transfer transfer portal, so many colleges were coming. But let me tell you how this hating bitch was. Just to go to Memphis. <laughs> right. Oh. So when the portal opened, I was talking to a lot of different schools. Mind you, I was in Memphis. The first school that I talked to was the University of Alabama. That's and Memphis a, is a great city, too. It, yeah, it's a good city. Well, half, well, half and half, because yeah, half of it is garbage. Yeah, well, I was yeah. just thinking about the food, mainly. Oh, food is okay. Really? Food is okay. Food is not even as good as people think. Now, okay. Memphis in May, go to Memphis with Memphis in May. That's where you're going to get all the good barbecue. Okay. Maybe so, I just have had really good times in Memphis. Then. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. only been once. So. Yeah. yeah, it's not great. It's not okay. the greatest place on earth. Um, but um, but uh, Memphis and May has the best stuff. But in, anywho, so when I was in the transfer portal, she would block all of the schools that were bigger than her school. So like when Alabama reached out to me, 
um, I had to go through Alabama because my sister had a scholarship to Alabama, but she didn't go to Alabama because she fucked that up. So that's a whole nother story. But she fucked her scholarship up to Alabama, but they still respected her enough for when she found out that I was transferring, I told her, told my family, she reached out to Alabama. They wanted me to come. So I was like, okay, cool. That's where I'm going. Do you know that this bitch reached out to Alabama <laughs> and told them, I don't, you know, I don't know what she specifically told them, but they pulled the scholarship from me. Oh, she can tell them whatever. Right, you yeah. know, but I don't know what she told them, but they pulled the scholarship from me. So this Hayden bitch went and said some shit to them, pulled the scholarship from me, and then smaller schools, when smaller schools came in, then she was pouring that shit out to me. Yeah. Hey, look at all these little smaller schools. Did Duke call you? No, Duke ain't called me. Exactly. Boy, this Make me state. Right, right, right. Take this little small. So that's so that's what happened. And I wish I would have been as knowledgeable now as I was then. Mm. And I would have known how to, you know, go around that. But I didn't know. I was only a sophomore in college. Mm -hmm. So I uh, went to a smaller school because that's what was presented to me. Instead of all the bigger schools that she blocked. So Okay, so... Now, we might not get Storm's age, but I got a roundabout <laughs> because you said transfer portal. Mm -hmm. When I transferred, wasn't no portal. You had to send a letter to the coach. You had to get a coach on the phone like, hey, bro, uh, I'm trying to come play for y'all. What y'all what doing? What y'all got going on? Hey, what's, what up? what's up, sweetheart? What you got going on, baby? <laughs> so, okay, we got a roundabout. All right, transfer funny. portal. That is hilarious. That wasn't around. I'm 40, so that, ha, ha, ha. You ain't older than me. Something somewhere in there. Hilarious. All right, so... You get to Henderson. Uh -huh. What was what was that? What was that? That entrance? Because I know with me transferring to Grambling, it mm -hmm. was love. Because oh, yeah. I went to oh, Fort yeah. Valley first. Okay, and then I kind of left for the. I had great coaching, but my coach was a first year coach. Got okay, and so he was, he was a sprinter, so oh. he didn't know I was a distance runner. Got so you. he didn't really know. He would be like. Bro, I don't really know like what <laughs> to tell you. So At least he was honest. Just, just figure it out. <laughs> just run. Like let me let me know what you got going on. <laughs> let me know what you got going on. And so I miss that team camaraderie. Because exactly. that track means I'm just by myself Chilling. watching the, and the sprinters would cheer me on, but I had nobody to push me. Gotcha. But when I got to Grambling, it was love. Absolutely. I, I bust my ass that mm -hmm. summer mm -hmm. prior to going because mm -hmm. I didn't want to come in like, oh, this guy. I wanted to come in like, oh, bro, ain't bullshit. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so did you kind of have that same love receptive or was it like? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, Henderson State accepted me with everything. Um, you, you know, I had full scholarships. I had everything. And I can say it now, but they used to like pay me money under the table. NIL! <laughs> catch me, baby. You're gonna have to catch this uh, money. Catch me. <laughs> but like they like they took care of me legally and Ill illegally. Okay. Um so you know, you know, you know, whenever I needed money or I needed something, you know, my, my coach who is deceased now, rest in peace. So they definitely can't catch nobody. Um <laughs> but he used to always give me money on the table. He'd be like, Hey, here's a like 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 two hundred. His little hundred, you know, you know. Because um, what are you supposed to do? So, I so mean, I was the best. So, me and like two or three other girls, we were the best players on the team. So, he would always make sure that we were straight. Yeah. You know, if there's anything that we needed. So, like, another thing is, is that we weren't supposed to wash clothes on uh, campus. Like, that was a rule. Like, do not wash. Don't let your, you know, let them wash. He would be like, hey, y'all can come wash during this time. Why couldn't you wash clothes? That on? was just their rule. That was their. That was the athletic uh, department rule. Like they only wanted to keep it for washing, like the uniforms and 
washing, you know, whatever, you know, the athletic stuff, but never like oh, your own personal. Oh, I got you. I got you. Know you know what I'm saying? So they didn't want you to bring your own personal stuff in there, but he was like, hey, the, you know, come come between this time and y'all wash and get the fuck on up out of here. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's what we did. We'd be like, hey, what time is it? Let's go wash these clothes. So, you know, Henderson... You know, they they accepted me with open arms. They loved on me. They taught me a lot about myself, too. I learned more about myself at that school than I ever did at Memphis, which is a bigger school. And you would think being at a bigger school, you would learn more about yourself. But no, Henderson taught me a lot about myself. And they loved on me and helped me grow and helped me, you know, nurture myself into a better player. So Henderson is amazing. Shout out to Henderson. Um, I, I, I absolutely love that school. Um, that's in Arkansas, right? Yeah, yeah, that's Arkansas. So it's a way, way smaller school, but it's more intimate, more personal, more, more into you and your growth. So what it compete? What D one? Uh, I think like D two. Okay, I think it's D two. Okay, it's D2. Well, so what was the plan? Like, what was some of the highlights from playing at Henderson? Um, Jar any good? Or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we made it to the Sweet Sixteen. Um, you know, I was I was an All American. Um, I think I was a leading scorer and rebounder for, I have to go back and look, but I think I was like the leading something. I was a leading scorer, leading rebounder, all American. Um, and then I got, you know, got my little name up in the rafter. So like, if you ever go back to the school, if, if you ever visit Henderson go back. State, I have no reason to I go. Mean, no, no. <laughs> but if you're ever at Henderson State, just look up and you'll see my name up there. Well, um, just I'm going up. now just to just learn go. your damn just real go. name. I'm going all the way to Henderson State. Just go and look up and you'll Hilarious. see me up there. So, you know, I accomplished a lot there. I really, really did. I, you know, grew as a person, as, as an athlete and just was able to finally be who I wanted to be, you know, finally being able to be openly gay and all of that and not have to hide. So, you know, a lot came from Henderson. Yeah. How, <clears throat> what were the, what was like the practice like? Did, was it heavy? Because you were talking about the practice in, in Memphis mm -hmm. and Just running. then you get over to Henderson and mm -hmm. y'all are doing really well. Mm -hmm. What, what was the, how was that changing? Like the style of coaching? Like what was that? I mean, it was just, a breath of fresh air because I was able to be a vocal leader. I was able to really be more of a forefront to my team teammates, you know. And y'all just weren't running. Y'all were and actually we just weren't running. We were actually in there running plays. Because <laughs> yeah, we were playing, right, right. <laughs> playing, playing basketball and we were doing it happily with joy, competing. Yeah. Really wanted to go out here and bust these girls' asses. Yeah. So once I got to Henderson, it, it took on a whole nother beast because at Memphis I was sad i was depressed i was like what the fuck is going on like this is so negative so i so i i, I didn't have that will and that want to yeah but then once i got to henderson i was like oh shit okay these bitches want to play you these found bitches your love win. again bitch we finna go in here and kill and that's what we did we we when every time we stepped on that court we became a unit a team because at memphis it was like okay these three girls are the best girls pass the ball to them yeah. So, but then I was like, damn, I mean, it's other people who are good too, but, you know, but at Henderson, it was like, okay, bitch, we, we, we finna ball out. We finna kill, you know, we finna do all these things. And we had two very good seasons too. I think one, we got to the final four. Sweet. And I think one, the, yeah. So the first year or the second year, I don't know, but one, we got to the final four and then the other one, the sweet 16. No, yeah. So our first year, Final Four. Second year, sweet, sweet 16. So we were a very good team. So Henderson, just the transition was just got us into wanting to play and playing hard and being comfortable and being able to be our normal, you know, natural normal selves. So. so when you get that far in the tournament, 
Wait, did y'all have like all the names on the board? Where y'all like we're gonna get these? Like, we're, hell yeah, uh, yeah, y'all. Hell yeah. And we were snipers, baby. We yeah, was, we was like, <laughs> baby, we finna kill them. Pow, pow, pow. <laughs> so you know, we had, um, you know, we had our uh, trainings where we come in and we would just watch film. Right. We watch film. Hey, this is how many do. I'm, I mean, Memphis, we did the same, but I never paid attention. Cause I was you were checked out. I had checked. You was going through the motions. I, I was going through the motions, and then I was on full full scholarship. Bitch, I'm gonna ride this shit out. Yeah. <laughs> and so I wrote it out for the two two years, um, but 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 my last year, I knew I was leaving. I had already checked out mentally, and then um, and it's funny because even the coach at Memphis made made this comment. I never forget it. We were losing losing a game because we lost a lot of games. So we were losing one game, and we were in the locker room, and she was pissed. She was like, and nobody's playing, da, 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 da. and some of you are just here for the scholarship. You're not even here to play. Some of you are just here for the money. And I was like, bitch, that's me. <laughs> that's me. Like, So she, she, right, I was like, this is me. So um, after that, you know, I, I had already checked out, bitch, because yeah, I was just there just to, you know, finish, finish my second year of school. Finish it free, you know, and just go on. So, um, but Henderson, yeah, we were, we, we set. And like, even when coach didn't schedule film, we all came together. That's how we So were. y'all were a yeah, team team. We were a team it. team. Yeah. We would like, um, cause then I was a leader and then, um, my other, so, so there was a captain, which I, which I, which I wasn't captain cause I didn't want to be captain, but there was a captain, a co-captain and then me. So uh, we would all get together and be like, hey, meet us. we're meeting in the locker room at this time, and we're just going to talk and discuss. And that's what we would do. We, we would just meet and talk about what we wanted to do, how we wanted to do it. And that's why I, I loved Henderson, because we found that next level. Why didn't you want to be a captain? I, you know, I just, I'm a very... They're going to have to ask personal questions when she's a captain. She's going to have to give her personal information. And she'll want them to know. Yeah, and, <laughs> And I'm very to, to myself. I've always been. And I'm a very private person. So I never wanted to be like in the forefront. Like, like I still don't now. Like I'm a type of person that I'm around and you'll see me and I speak and I say, what's up? And I'm a genuine person and I genuinely love everybody. But I'm just not the person to be like, oh, we need a, a comedian to lead the other comics. Who is going to be? I'm going to be like, well, bitch, I'm going to be in the back and y'all figure it out. Because that's just not me. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just a person just to myself. And I don't want to lead anybody to anything because as soon as something go wrong, the first person that's going to be judged and that's going to be ridiculed is the person leading. So I'm just a natural born leader to myself. And if you bitches want to follow me, come on. <laughs> but, I, but I'm going where I want to go and I'm doing what I want to do. So, it, so if, if you want to follow, come on. But I'm not trying to lead anybody anywhere. So I didn't want to be captain, but I knew that I was a leader, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, but what's crazy is even though you might not be the captain, the other people on your team Absolutely. will know who the leader is. Absolutely. And they're going to they gonna come to you anyway mm-hmm. when it's time yeah. to make that last decision. They're going to look at you anyway. And, so. and they absolutely did. They yeah. absolutely did. So it's like, we know yeah. who big dog is. <laughs> so, you know, I just kept it cool. I never tried to be in, in anybody's boss or anybody's leader, but they still came to me with questions and still came to me when they needed something. So, you know, I you know I'm always here. I, I was well, I was always there for everybody, but I was never like, I want to be captain. Gotcha. And I was like, bitch, y'all can be captain. Yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I gave it away because they wanted me to be captain. I was like, mm. I was like, listen, mm-mm, somebody else get to do it. Do I still get to go to the bank when That's the check comes? That's it. Cool. <laughs> I, I still had had the responsibility, but just not the title. Like, you know, so like when whenever they came to me with something and I didn't want to be bothered, I'd be like, hey. 
go find your captain and your co-captain. Mm-hmm. So I was able to do that too. So, so sounds like you had two pretty good seasons yeah. at Henderson. Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. So as it wraps up, what's take us through the process? Like, what's what's going on in your mind? Are you thinking like the next level? Mm-hmm. Or what, what's what you trying to do? Um, so as as we're wrapping up, I wasn't even thinking about the next level. And I'm gonna be very honest with you. I wasn't thinking. I was like, oh, okay, you know, I've had a great career. I've had the ups and downs. Like this is it for me. This 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 is the end. So when the season was over, I was wrapping up, you know, stuff. And my coach came to me and pulled me in the office. He was like, hey, come to come to my office. I need to talk to you about something. So I'm thinking, you know, we're just wrapping up. You know, right. okay, we're just saying our goodbyes, and I love you guys, and we've had a great time. <laughs> um, but then, but then he pulled me into the office. He was like, man, you know, you know, and gave me all of my, you know, flowers and my accolades and stuff. He's like, you know what? I've enjoyed these seasons with you. You know, blah 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 blah. Yada 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 yada. So he was like, what are your plans? And I was like, well, I don't have any plans. You know, I've enjoyed it. You know, that's the end for me. I really don't. He, he was like, well, do you want to continue? I was like, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind. You know, so I was very nonchalant about it. Like, I wasn't like, yeah, we'll be. I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, whatever comes. I was like, you know, if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I was like, you know, I've enjoyed it. And he was like, well, what do you think about playing overseas? I was like, what? He was like, yeah, what do you think about playing overseas? I was like, overseas where? Right, 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 I was like, right. Where he Uganda? Was like, yeah, or like there, where? There's Argentina. a lot overseas. So, like, yeah. yeah, so that was like my first question. Like, where? He was like, "Well, um, we've got a couple of offers for you." I'm like, "Bitch, offers? Like, <laughs> okay. what are you talking about here?" And I did not know anything about overseas. Like, he had mentioned some stuff like earlier, but never really sat down with anybody and told us. So he was like, "Yeah, I have a couple of offers from overseas," and I was like, "Where?" So um, I got an offer for Germany. Uh, Finland, uh, Sweden. So I was like, oh, wow, I've never been out of the country. Bitch, I'm excited, okay? And those are all great countries. All great countries. So, okay, so now I'm nervous as fuck because I've never been out of the country. So I'm like, oh, my God, am I going to... Are they better than me? Or am I going to have to go over here? Do, do, do they speak my language? Do they speak English? So, like, I was so many things were going through my head. And mind you, I'm young. I'm still a young in my 20s. So I'm like, oh, my God. Um, so, you, you know, so he was like, yeah. So I'm, no, so I'm nervous. I like your, the voice of your inner 20-year-old. Yeah, so I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, well, like, bitch, is you ready or not? You know. So, he, you know, so he lays everything out for me. He's like, well, here's a contract. This is your contract. So he laid all these contracts out in front of me. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. Right. Because I've never seen a contract. And it wasn't in German, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, put this in English, bitch. Put this in PDF. Where the money? I need this in PDF. Because I don't. Um, so he's showing me all these different agents. Because you have to have an agent. Right. So I, so I never had an agent. He was like, well, this is your agent. Um, and he's reached out to me for different contracts. And he's like showing me all this different type of stuff. And I'm like, bitch, I don't know what's going on. So I reached out. I said, well, let me talk to my family because they've come from this. Now, nobody in my family has ever played overseas. Right. But I still wanted to contact my family because I don't know either. So I'm like, let me talk to my family. Let me see what's going on. Um, so, you know, me, my mom, and my sisters and brothers, we, we were all sitting down with my coach. And we went over everything. You know, my mom's asking these questions because my mom's like, my mom's a 67-year-old Alabama country saved and sanctified woman. <laughs> so let me tell you how this went. She was like, oh, she was like, well, baby, uh, 
I don't, you know, I mean, what you think? I mean, <laughs> is it something that you want to do? I mean, because you're going to be so far away from home, and I don't know about being in another country. Oh, my God. Like, and so now she's going at the coach. Like, is y'all going to make sure she okay? Uh-huh. How do we get in contact? Like, is you going to be a part? Like, and I'm like, Mama. My God, she was like, nah, uh-uh, uh-uh, because they ain't just going to send my baby overseas, and then I can't find you, I can't get to you, am I going to be able to call you and talk to you? I'm like, oh, my God, Mama, I don't know, and stop berating this man with all these questions. And like he's a white man, so he's like turning red. He's like, yeah, I bet he he, is. he's like, he's like, Miss Carter, I, you know, I can answer these questions for you, but here's the agent's number. That's right, like right. here's the agent's number. You can ask all these questions to the agent because I'm just the coach. Call the captain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, call the captain. So you know, my my mama's giving it to him, like, uh, uh, because I don't, uh, 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 because you know, I mean, I, I mean, do you want to do it? Is it? And I'm like, well, mama, I'm, you know, I'm excited about it. It's something new, so I definitely want to do it. I'm, I ain't gonna let fear stop me, so. Anyway, to make a long story short, um, so again, my mama is a saved and sanctified Pentecostal woman. <laughs> so before I leave and go overseas, she pulls me up to the front of the church. Put that oil on you. She got to put that. She got to put Shut that oil up, on you. Up. I know. Hey. Shut up, plug. You make me sick because you already know. <laughs> So she pulls me up in front of the church, in front of the full congregation. Um, Praise the Lord, everybody. My baby has been blessed to go overseas and play basketball. So the whole congregation, yes, amen, hallelujah. So, um, you know, the pastor, he stands up after she says what she says. And I'm, mind you, I'm I'm, I'm still a 20-year-old-some girl standing up in front of the church. And uh, pastor's like, "Um, bring the oil out. The oil. So he didn't put the oil and he didn't put the cross on, on my forehead and my forehead just shining. <laughs> He's like, everybody, we're going to pray for safe travels for this young lady. She has a da 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 da. So not only did we do the prayer and he prayed for me, now the entire congregation has gotten up to come around to bless me. Right? So you got all these souls. So I'm standing up there for like 15, 20 minutes while everybody's just... Listen, we're going to pray for you. And, like, some people gave me money. Some people gave me gifts and stuff. And so, you know, that was a great part of it. You know, people were giving me money and stuff. But everybody, you know, have us, you know, bless you. God bless you. You go over there and you play for the Lord. And you pray. <laughs> so everybody's coming around giving me their. And I'm like, when is this shit over with? When is this over with? So everybody blesses me. And we do this big prayer and pictures and this big church thing. And then, um, and then I leave. Oh, I was hoping you just popped out with, I'm gay! (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast. If you want to hear my coming out story, that's a whole other podcast. That was where I was hoping. (laughs) It was was fun. That was the funniest shit. I I was not out yet. Okay. I mean, I was... No, I wasn't out yet. If you knew, you knew. That's it. (laughs) If you knew, you knew. But if you didn't, I didn't. So I wasn't out yet. But so it turned into this big glorious hallelujah thing. And I left like maybe two days after that. And uh, so, you know, I'm nervous because this is my first international flight. And where where were you heading? Um, I went to Germany first. You went to, okay. And so I, uh, and so I went to Germany and I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, cause I've. You know, I've taken flights, but they've only been like an hour, hour yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. That's so a long like a flight, flight over there. Yeah. It's like eight, eight, nine hour flight. So I'm like, oh, oh my God, like, 
is it enough gas in the plane? I mean, is it a, you know, because I'm like, I'm really asking all Alabama these dumb questions. Yeah. Alabama questions. I'm asking all these dumb questions. I'm like, oh my God, like, is it enough gas? How long like, do them wings yeah. be in there? Are we going to make a stop somewhere? Or, so I'm asking all these dumb ass questions. I'm just picturing my Alabama, my country's family asking certain shit like that. Just so when the wheels, <laughs> is the wheels meant to hit the ground exactly. after eight hours in the house? <laughs> So I'm asking all these dumb, like, are they gonna feed me? Should I eat before? Like, what? Like, what if I have to poop on the plane? Like, I'm like, uh, like I'm like thinking of all these questions, and I uh, and I never forget. I I sat next to this white German boy, and the whole time he, you know, we don't even talk, we don't even have a conversation. But I sit next to him, and you know, of course, he's speaking German and stuff, and you know, just just to himself doing his little thing. And I'm like, I'm like, God, like, is somebody gonna get me? Like. Um, somebody going like 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 I'm going through my I'm like oh my god like I don't am I gonna return home? Is he gonna like kidnap me? So I'm, you turn to your mom on the yeah, plane, right? I literally turn to my mom. Like, like, so uh, I I get there and I don't know if you've ever seen Love and and uh, Love and Basketball. Oh, yeah. Too many times. When I tell you that scene is a true scene where she was in the locker room and he's speaking in their language, and then she turns to the girl and say, "What did he say?" And uh, and then she was like, he said, just get the ball to to you. Like that was a whole like that's a true scene because he's like, so like when I get to Germany, he's like just speaking German. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, and then at, yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So like after he's done, I would turn to my translator because I had a tra- translator. You had your own translator. My, well, all the English players, all the American players, because it was like three, maybe four other American players. And so after he would be done, we would all just turn to our translator and we would all just be like, what the fuck did he just say? And she would translate to all the English, I mean, to all the American players. They have to make game timeouts long. <laughs> I mean, because he spoke a little English, but not enough to articulate what he wanted <coughs> gotcha. to, to us. So, you know, our translator was always on, on the bench. She was always there because he would be like, whatever. Yeah, because I don't know. He's like, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't. you got the, the cadence down. Yeah, like, I, you know, I mean, that's what I learned from them. You know, just, I ain't, 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 is it good? Oh my god! So in in overseas, I don't know that face. That could be good or bad. It's great. It's <laughs> okay. good food because you know here we put all all this bullshit in our food. Oh yeah, it's so much garbage in our food. But in Germany, it's so authentic. There's no bullshit in the food. So no other countries actually uh, don't allow corporations to ruin the lives of their citizens. There you go. So there you go. They actually get. You know, rules on that where the food Absolutely. has to be a, a certain level. Yeah, a lot of things that are banned in other countries. Absolutely, they'd be like Skittles here. Yeah, have them. Give <laughs> them to us. <laughs> They're Americans. They can handle it. But that's why our mortality rate. Exactly, it's, it's very. Yeah, you can go to a place where we consider third world and live to ninety-eight. Exactly. With, with one with one milk delivery per <laughs> week, and now you got everything you want in America. Dying fifty-eight. Out of here. But yeah, so the food, okay. The food was great. Um, the food is very authentic. So, so like y'all were saying, here they put so much bullshit in our food, but in Germany they they don't allow certain things. So, um, 
the food was so authentic. Like, you know, here you could buy a bowl of pasta and eat the whole bowl of pasta in, in one sitting. Right. Because there's so much garbage in it. Two of them. You know, two of them. Three. Two, three of them. Three if you want. <laughs> but in Germany, you could only eat maybe five or six bites. Really? And you fool. Because the food is so authentic, there's no other shit in it. There's no additives. Exactly. Insta- as, like, you eat less when, when you're, like, when I'm in Denmark all the time or whatever. You eat smaller meals. Absolutely. People, also, people have time mm-hmm. to, to take the time to take a break and eat. Exactly. Like, it, like, it's part of the day to, like, take a break and have coffee at, exactly. like, 10 o'clock. And then, like, it's... I don't. I don't know how to describe it. No, it and just. I'm glad that that you mentioned that because on the streets, people were on the streets at eight, nine, ten o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, people ain't got nowhere to go. People ain't in their work, but people were always out, always, you know, just out. And I never understood that until you until you just said that. People were always just out doing stuff, you know, moving around. I mean, people do that here, but you know, eight, nine, ten o'clock, it's traffic. People trying right. to get back and forth to work. Right. But in Germany, people were just out, like, mm, you know, mm. just. And I was like, this is different. Food was like, I would have so much food. I, I had so much food because I couldn't eat it all. Because coming from here to there, I'm used to eating more because it's garbage food here. Right. But there, it's so authentic. You eat a couple of bites, and you're like, fuck. I got to take this shit home. So I had so much food in my fridge that I had not eaten because I couldn't eat it. <laughs> that, that is one of the best parts. I would highly encourage any of you who haven't been out of the country to go. To go. Please. And you oh, could yeah. see what a... Yes. Uh, well, yeah, that I think I'm always in Colombia. That we're still in a, a miserable plantation shithole. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and they have us thinking that this is the greatest place on not. Earth. America is garbage. Yeah. I'll say it first. Yeah. It's trash. Yeah. Because once you go to somewhere like Germany and Sweden and Finland and to those places. Oh, and let me tell you about, when, when I tell you clean, clean the grass. There, there are no brown patches in the grass. It's still Germany? <laughs> no, no, no. This is um, Sweden. Sweden, okay. So then, so after I played the Germany, Germany, you know, they, so overseas, they trade you just like they trade you here. Oh, how, okay. How long were you, how long did you play um, in Germany? Probably like a couple of months. Oh, damn. And, yeah. So like, you know, so I played there a couple we, of months. We got the three wins we needed. Yeah. <laughs> you, you. They trade your ass overseas. There ain't no ifs, ands, buts that they will come in and be like, okay, uh, you know, we, we going to trade you to another. And I'm like, okay. You know, so I never gave any flack about it because I just was enjoying this new experience. How did that work? Did you have to get a residency everywhere yeah, you went? That, like, no, no. no. So ex- my agent handled all that. There's some kind of like pass that you could get. Sure some kind of. Now that question I can't answer because my agent okay. handled all that. So you know, because when... it's it's just hard as hell to move around all yeah. those countries. So I was just curious how that would even. You're probably on a work, some type of work. Visa. Yeah, work yeah, visa. I, you yeah. know what? I do not know. All I know is that my agent would handle everything and he, and he would call me and be like okay um next next week we you know you have a flight to here uh, and then you have to catch a bus so i had to catch a lot of buses uh to different places and there no flights and buses and stuff like that so i was moving in. so when i went to uh sweden i had to catch like i had to catch some buses then i had to catch a plane and then i had to get in a car with this family I had to meet the fam. Yeah, hello. I'm, I'm, and I'm it's it's really hard to travel it's to hard. when you don't know the Scandinavian languages and stuff. I did not know. It's but worse than like Latin places. Uh, I, I would say, I would say yeah because here you just you're more familiar with Spanish. Yes. When you go over there, like everything's yeah, just different. different. The signs are different, and it's no different. one. 
you don't get this, well, I'm American respect. Right. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, it's like, uh, trash, American. Because <laughs> like they, they've been around for thousands of yes. years. We've yes. been around for 200. Yes. So, like, they don't give no fucks they, about you being American. They did not. <laughs> they, that is a true statement. Yeah. And then I'm black. So That you know, I can't speak on. But, <laughs> like, but, speak. You should. Yeah. Like, in Germany and Sweden, um, there are not a lot of black people. Let's, let, let's just be clear. So, you know, when people saw me, automatically, like, Call me Brian. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was it was just a, a lot of stares and stuff like that. But uh, Sweden, when I was when I was traveling to Sweden, I would I would never forget um, my my coach from uh, uh, told another person that I was traveling with. They were um, from there, but but she spoke to them said, "Hey, I don't know what she said to them, but." Um, she told them, I guess, to help me get to where I was trying to go because once we got to where I was going, he came and tapped me on my shoulder and he was like, here. He was like, here. And, and that's all he said. And I was like, okay, this is where I'm supposed to get off. So he was like, he was like, and I was like, he was like, here. And I was like, okay. And so I got off. And when I got off, um, there was a Swedish family. It was, like, it was like a man, a woman, and his two, two, two children. And they had a sign. And I was like, this is the most, <laughs> this is the most kidnappy shit. And I didn't know this family at all. But, you know, they were just a little white family. And they had my name. And I was like, am I supposed to go with y'all? Oh, yeah, Storm at the door. Yeah. 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 And, they were, and I was like, and then I, I was can't like. do it Swedish. But. And so, but luckily, um, the daughter spoke pretty good English. Ah, uh, okay. So that's what saved me because the mom and dad spoke a little bit, but not enough. But the daughter, you know, you, you know, the younger kids knew. Mm-hmm. So, so she spoke English good enough to where she was talking to me. Um, and she was like, and then I was like, yeah, that's me. She's like, she's like, you know, I, I can't do their, their accent. Um, you and, sure? Because uh, you got that German that pretty German good. German was good. <laughs> but like Swedish is so different. It's so different. Um, and so basically to, to make a long story short, I got in the car with these strangers and we drove for like two hours. I had no clue. I had no clue where we were going. I had no clue if they were going to take me to the fucking back of the woods. So I'm just sitting in this car. What's the with movie the hostile out. This, this is time. a true <laughs> fucking thing. And I'm just riding, you know, quiet because I don't know. And you know, me and the girl, you know, me and the girl would talk every now and again. You know, she was asking me questions. You know, like what? You know, like where are you from? I mean, not as clear as I'm saying it, but she was like, you know, where are you from? Oh, okay. So we're driving for like two hours, and we pull up at their house. I'm like, oh, bitch, oh, bitch, oh, bitch. Like, I'm not going to go in here. Like, what the fuck? But luckily, when we pulled up there, the coach was there. Oh, wow. The coach was there waiting on me. And she, you know, then I had to get in the car with her. And you another two hours. Uh, we went two hours, like 30 minutes. So I think they were the, the, the host family. You know, there's a host family. So I think they were the host family that works with the team to get the overseas players. So when I got there, the coach was there. And then I got in the car with coach. And then we went to, um, and they had, oh, my gosh. They had, the, we stayed in a, um, a, a three-bedroom, two-bath apartment on top of businesses. When I tell you, baby, they, the lifestyle is amazing. And so uh, we had a three-bedroom um, apartment on top of, like, in like inside of a square where like all the shopping and all that stuff was so we had a bomb ass apartment beautiful apartment beautiful view uh, you know people you know with the shops and everything and you can just go out and walk to every, everything so um but in sweden there are no black people it's middle eastern mm. so people thought i was middle eastern because i was dark like them 
but the Middle Easterns knew that I wasn't Middle Eastern. They knew I was black. The, the, the Swedish people knew that I was Middle Eastern. <laughs> so it was a lot. It was a lot to learn, but I loved it. I would do it again um, if I was younger, you know, but it was a great time. I loved it. I what was, what's, what's, what's the nightlife like? Okay, so you got like, you got practice. Mm-hmm. So you get up, you got a pretty set work day, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. then you get off at night. So mm-hmm. what, did you guys go out and like, we did. We didn't go out often um, because, again, I don't know these folks, and I'm not just going to be fro- frolicking in these streets. <laughs> so, you know, you know, we would catch whatever was in the square. That's as far as I went. And what, what time of the year was it? This was in December. So it was cold. Yes. It was, oh, yeah, like cold, brutally, cold. Brutally, yeah. brutally, brutally cold. <clears throat> and it cold um, year-round over there pretty much? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's year no, round, the, but the it's spring's, pretty cool. The spring's nice. The summer and the spring yeah, is but, really but nice. It never gets, like, here hot, no. No, it never gets mm-hmm. hot to where you're like, fuck, it's hot. But it was always, uh, springtime, it was a nice little breeze. You know, it was it was still cool, but it wasn't hot. Um, but yeah, I, I never went outside the square. I was always just where I knew where I was supposed to be, you know, because there were bars and stuff and stuff like that. But I never just went outside of what I knew. No. Didn't you call your mom? Oh, my God. <laughs> my mama called me. My mama called me. But um, this shit, my dad did the same thing when I when I was traveling. I was like, where are you at? Yes. I'm like, I'm in, I'm, I'm in Iceland. Oh, is that, the, <laughs> is that the green one with the Vikings? Or is the Vikings the green one? How does it work? We're, yes. Czechoslovakia. What the hell is that? Yeah. Like, my like, mom was the same way. Yeah. Like, are you okay? Are you fine? What's that? And I'm like, Mama, I'm okay. Okay, did you make what happened? Tell me, wait. Uh, so, but uh, at that time, um, I had to use a calling card, you know, because it, you know, it to just call from my phone. No, that'd be a billion dollars. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I would always have to buy calling cards and call. So, um, you know, I would call my mama, and when I called her, we were on the phone for the whole damn calling card. So we would run the calling card out. Then I have to buy another one. So my, my mama was just, oh, my, pray with me. We're going to pray before we get off. <laughs> you know, and I don't mind prayer. You know, I grew up in the church, but my mama prayed every time we, we, we talked. Let's, you know, let's just pray to make sure. And I'm like, oh, okay. And we prayed the calling card out. I'm like, mama, we can't keep praying our calling cards because I'm spending this money out of my contract. <laughs> but um, what's the pay like over there? Pay is good. So there are no taxes. No shit. You don't have to pay taxes on the money. You don't have to do anything. What whatever your that that contract says, you get every bit of that. You don't have to pay taxes on anything. So um, when I came back, I had money, but it was it was Swedish money. So, they, so you gotta get it converted. So I had to get it com- converted. Now, when you get money converted, you lose money. That's when the bullshit start. When I tell you, man, okay, okay, save 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 friends, and I'm getting paid, uh, let's say ten thousand. Let's say ten ten thousand Swedish money. Swedish money. Right. So I'm over there balling out of control. With Swedish and, money. With the Swedish money. But then once I trans uh once I converted it to uh American money, I was like, what the fuck is this? Is this five hundred fucking dollars? You mean to tell me I didn't work my life for five hundred goddamn You talking about somebody that was mad. You didn't know about the conversion rates. I didn't know. <laughs> So I'm thinking I'm going to come home with thousands and thousands. Oh, 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 when I tell you I was pissed the fuck off, 
Mad wasn't even the fucking word. I it ain't. I was arguing with the woman. I was like, uh-uh, ain't no fucking way. I didn't came home with $20,000, and now I only got $600 goddamn dollars. I'm like, no, nah, bitch, I'm going to fight you. You have to take an economics course to understand how currency oh, works when I to figure you, all baby, that out. Baby, my spirit, yeah. my heart, my soul. My soul, soul, heart, and spirit just oh. dropped up because I'm thinking, okay, I got... You stacking up. I'm, you, I'm, I'm stacking all this uh, tax-free money over there. So I'm like, okay, bitch, I'm going to go home with $20,000, I would have went back to sweet. $20,000, $40,000. Baby, once I converted that money, bitch, I almost told that conversion booth that. I mean, <laughs> bitch, you got me fucked up. If, if you think I done brought thousands and then you're going to give me hunt. Pissed. Oh. So to all my people who think about going overseas, don't think that the money you get overseas is gonna you're gonna bring that shit back. No, they don't pay you in in American money. Well, then now yeah. your contract may be different, but then they only paid you in German or Swedish money. And where you where you were at? Where you were at? Yeah, that's how they paid you. And then you tra- then you convert it, bitch, from thousands to pennies. I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> Some bullshit. I would have been at the conversion booth rubbing my knees like, well, I, I got mad. to go back. I got to get back in the kitchen. I, I, I was like, ma'am, you have to explain this to me. Like, I was there for out forever because I was like, ma'am, I don't understand. <laughs> you have wow. to explain this to, to me. Like, how do I give you what, this? And what's, what is hilarious is that what you're saying makes sense. Yeah. So they have to explain to you this bullshit, yes. nerd, magic, satanic math. How many times exactly. do they have to explain this? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, I was there. I was chilling. I had put my bags down. I was like, uh-uh, baby, you got to explain this because I don't understand how yeah. I bring thousands of dollars. So this is right when you landed. You, this yes. Is, oh, yeah. this is like, as soon as I get off, I went straight to the conversion. Imagine, so you're you're on a great mood. Imagine a nine-hour flight to find <laughs> yeah, this shit out. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, I'm gonna go kill these you, hoes. You ready to see your mama hit the You club. know what I'm saying? I'm ready to give my mama a little something. Uh, I'm ready to go get by me a car. But, but more importantly, they're expecting you to come back. So now they like, damn, she been over exactly. there. Exactly. Mama balling like, oh, out. She yeah. been to buy me a car. Yes. I'm like, mm-hmm. you just throw a hot wheel here. <laughs> Listen, once that conversion happened, I can't. Oh. <laughs> So, man, I'm telling you, I was at that booth forever, and I was so pissed off because I did not understand how I didn't been overseas for all this time, busting my ass. How playing. long did you play over there? Um, total, probably, ooh, probably about a couple of years, maybe. Um, I don't know exactly how many, how long, but I was in Germany for a couple of months. <laughs> then I, I went to Finland for a couple of months. Then you get to come home for like Christmas. And then you have to go back. So you know, over time, probably, probably, probably like a couple of years. So yeah, okay. So um, Can, I, I, one thing was the WNBA. Was that did you another story that I'm gonna get to? Okay. Yes. So when I'm uh, I'm in Sweden, you know, in balling or whatever. When I come back, when if you're not like a top top tier person because you know the WNBA was still brand kind of new then okay i mean it wasn't new but it was growing so um if you're not like a top tier like a like a britney griner or or candace parker um then you get what's called a tryout so you automatically get a tryout with the team just by being overseas just 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 by being if if your numbers were good decent now if you were playing overseas and you were garbage, no. Of course not. But if your numbers were decent and they felt like that you could help the team or whatever, then you get a tryout. 
You don't automatically get on the team. You just get to try out. This ain't high school. Yeah, bitch, bitch, this ain't high school. That you now you gotta come over here and show us some shit. So he's like, but I'm a Carter, right? Like, uh, bitch, we don't gotta don't make that layup. <laughs> show me a jump shot. Like, I really need it. this. This conversion hit me. <laughs> I was like, bitch, I'm in need of my conversion. Yeah, the free throw line, like, conversion. conversion. <laughs> I was like, I need this money, bitch. So, after I leave, um, so after I'm um, to a place where now I can come over here and transfer from overseas to get a tryout with the WNBA, I was at a good place in my career to where they offered me that. But here's the story. So, this is how I got into comedy. So, when I was coming, when I was, when I got the offer... Um, to come and try out. Um, I, at that time, I was starting to lose the love for playing. So when I was playing, I was still playing and, you know, going and doing my thing, but I was like, this is not something that I want to continue to do. So I have to find something else. So when they offered me the tryout, I knew at the time that that's not what, what I wanted to continue to do. Because like I said, I've always known who I am. I've always known what I wanted and what I don't want. So when I made the decision not to take the tryout, because I was like, you know what? I don't have the love for this anymore. I've played a long time. I've done it. I, I, I don't want to continue to do it. My family, when I tell you my family was on my ass, I was like, what the fuck you mean? I mean, not cussing, but like, what, like, what the fuck you mean? You're done. Like, you've been doing this, and you're good at it, and it pays. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, this is not something that I want to continue to do. I have lost the love for it. Now, I can continue to play. I can go sit on the bench and make, what, $15,000, $30,000. But I just, I just lost the love for it. So my family was in my ass like, I, like you stupid. What the fuck is you doing? Like, this is your career. You, you know, you, you've been doing this for a long time, but this is not something that I want to continue to do. My mama didn't understand. My family didn't understand, but I didn't care. I didn't care who understood or who didn't. So now we're going to get personal since you want to get personal plug. So I went through this state of depression. Because I was like, man, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I've been playing ball my whole life. This is all I know. Um, you know, you know, my, my family then told me that I was stupid. Fuck me. What's going on? So now I'm in this state of depression. So I never forget my one of my homegirls. She was like, bitch, you got to get about this funk, bitch. Like you, you done been just depressed and you don't know what you're doing. Like we need to go and have a good time. So she took me to a comedy show. Um, and we went to a comedy show and I was in, you know, we were sitting there and, you know, it was a good, good, good comedy show. And something in me was like, bitch, I can do this. I mean, because I've always been funny. I've always just been conversation funny. Like, I've always been a class clown and stuff. And so I'm sitting in the audience with her, and I'm like, oh, like, like a light bulb came on. I was like, oh, bitch, I can do this. Like, I can see me. Like, like I saw myself on stage. You remember, in that moment. You remember who you saw performing that night? Oh, no. You don't remember? No, that was a long time ago. Gotcha. Um, but no, it's nobody that's still around now. I don't think, no, mm -mm. no, um, but uh, she took me to a comedy show, and then it was like a little rinky comedy show, you know, like something like a little bar or something, so gotcha. it wasn't, you know, you know it, it wasn't no grand it thing. It wasn't D.L. Hewlett. Right, you know, exactly. it wasn't no, 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 it was just like, you know how we do comedy shows now with like little bars and Looking stuff. Looking back on it, it probably was an open mic. Anybody right. could have done it. Right, it <laughs> Okay. Mm. So, um, we're sitting there, I'm like, okay, I was like, and, like, I saw myself up there, and I had never thought about doing comedy a day in my life until she took me to that comedy show, and I just saw myself up there, and I was like, oh, oh, 
okay, this is something that I can see myself doing. And so once I decided to step into comedy, um, again, my family was still down my ass. My family was still down my ass. Like, come on, come on. Uh, my agent was calling me. Hey, this tryout is available. You know, what you gonna do? Like, I, you know, I think you should try out. Like, don't let this opportunity pass you by. So everybody was just coming at me. But mind you, my mind is made up. Like, I'm, like, I'm not doing it. I don't have the love for it. Give it to somebody else that really that wants do it, it. And that really has the passion for it. So, um, fast forward. I did my first show at Laughing Skull. Okay. That was my first. I did an open mic at Laughing Skull. Baby, when I tell you that show was garbage from the time I started to the time I finished. Because I didn't know. And so uh, the host then was... Um, Probably was Ben. Ben Evans, bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ben motherfucking Evans. And i never forget Ben after I came off stage. <laughs> ben came up to the mic and he was like, uh, Storm. He was like... Um, is this your first time? I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, we could tell. Ah, <laughs> I said, fuck you, Ben. Yes. So ben, ben said that to me on the mic in front of the guy. He was like, yeah, we could tell because nobody laughed. Nobody, not one? Not one. Because I didn't know how to formulate a joke. I didn't know how to, you know, you get to talking. the punchline. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I literally went up there and just talked. There's a big difference between talking funny Yes. And then being funny exactly. up there. Exactly. But I, but I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. So I just went up there and just started talking. And people were like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, all right. But all what, right. what was it about it that made you say, shit, I'm coming back? Just the, just the feeling of it. Because even though I didn't, because like I didn't, I, I, I didn't know comedy. So I didn't know what I, but what made me come back was it's just when I was up there with the mic in my hand just up there like just with the lights on me and stuff i was like just in that place of like okay like it just sparked something in me and even though i didn't do well i was like in, in that moment with that mic in my hand just being able to say what i wanted to say and just that spotlight people watching just being in that atmosphere i was like yeah that's why i gotta keep doing this i, I gotta come back bitch because just being all all of that just appealed to me and just all of that made me want to come come back. We thinking about starting a comic basketball league. You mm-hmm. down? You down to play? Mm-hmm. Okay, we be talking about it. We've been talking about it. Now, it well, I used to be now. Shit, none of us <laughs> is. Okay. Well, I, th- I think I'll set that one. <laughs> I'll set that one out. These knees, baby, are old. I don't even know if I can shoot and move like I used to. But I definitely come out there and, and my swing knees, and uh, feet, everything. Arms, none of it. Trying Everything. to keep it all working. <laughs> but I would definitely love to just come out and play and just be a part of Yes, definitely. What you miss most about the playing days? Ooh, um, no responsibility. That's what I miss. Like, I, like, it was just I was focused on basketball. I didn't have no bills. I didn't have no, no you know, stress, no worries. Because I was playing ball. That's all I did. You know, so that's what I miss, just playing ball and being tunnel vision. And if I was able to go back, I would have taken a tryout. Mm. I would have because I knew I would have made it. I probably wouldn't have, you know, played, you know, because there were girls way better than me. Absolutely. Because they they slept, ate, breathed basketball. But I did not. But I know that if I would have took that tryout, I would have been the best bench player in the best practice player. And, and and I ain't even gonna sit here and be like, girl, I, I would have not there killed. No, baby. These girls were beasts. And even though I was good, I wasn't their level of good. They they were great. 
but I was good enough to be a part of the team. But I know that I would have played, but I probably would have been more bench than, you know, more practice player and more bench than, like, a star player. So, but if I could go back, I would have took, I would have did the uh, tryout. Yeah. Just to see what it was Just taking. to see what it is. But, you know, you know, it's life, but I don't harbor on it, you know, because I'm, I'm where I am now and where I'm going. You where you're supposed to be. So I'm so I'm I'm in a great place. I love my career and where it's going and where it's been and you know and I and I'm still looking forward to more and what it's going to take me. So What you got going on right now? Oh man, um I'm going to Cancun uh to do a laugh out loud comedy experience in Cancun, Mexico, the 16th through the 20th. Um and I got, you know, I'm booked. Got got some shows coming up. I uh, I have a show tonight um at uh Monticello. Okay. Um, and oh, then you're going to Monticello tonight? I'll be at Mon- Monticello tonight. And then I'll, I'll also be at, uh, uh, at Uptown with T.I. with his Midnight Comedy Show. <laughs> I know, that's going to be crazy. That's going to be crazy. Pop up. Pop up. It's at midnight. I'll be asleep. I'll be <laughs> Shit, so I'll be there um, doing that tonight at midnight. Uh, I'll be at uh, Monticello next week. I'm at... I'm in Marietta the week, and then I'll be in Cancun. So I got a lot of stuff coming up. You all over the place. Up. Thank you. Thank you. You got an agent or you doing your own booking? I do my own booking. Yeah, me too. I ain't got time to pay nobody because I've been doing it myself this entire, entire time. Now, if I get an agent, I, I could probably pick up a few more shows, but I know that I have to pay them too. So I'm not going to pay you just to pick up a few more shows. But um, I feel like if I was to get one, they have to be like, you got to be able to get me in rooms I can't correct. get myself in. You know? Exactly. And I'm always going to be my own agent. And I'll tell anybody. Yeah, Absolutely. I might sign with you for 20%, but I'm still going to always get my own work. So you get your 20 off of what you bring. <laughs> but I'm going to get my money off of what but I bring. But if they call my phone, this here going to me. <laughs> All of this thing is 100% profit. And that's real. And that's real. real. So, um, you know, I'm looking for an agent, but I'm not looking for an agent. You know, if if somebody can, can like, like you said, get me in rooms that I feel that I can't get myself in. Because I always do a week in New York and a week in California. Um, and I've had good, good, good results, but I feel like if I had an agent, I could probably touch a little more. But what I've also learned is, is that whenever you go, um, to another city outside of your coming city, get with people who can help you get with another person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, don't just go to New York or go to LA on, on, on your own. Say, Hey, I'll be in New York this week. During this time, is there anybody that you can connect me with yeah. that can help me? And I've learned doing that, that has really opened doors for me because they'd be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, the first thing that uh, shocked me was when I went to New York and I reached out to people. They was like, oh, I've heard about you from so-and-so. So I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Oh, okay. So you know me because I, I was like, well, ain't nobody really going to know me outside of Atlanta. But then when I was going to these places and I reached out to other people, they were like, oh, my God, I've heard about you. Yeah. And I've heard great things about you. You know, and I was like, oh, beautiful, great, perfect. And so I, always, so I always reach out. So whenever I'm going to somewhere, I'll be like, hey, I'll, I'll be here. Do you know about it? I'll be like, oh, my God, yes. So that's what, that's what I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You got any questions? We uh, shit. I think we about got okay, everything, we, man. Yeah, we shit, you're a busy, a busy lady tonight. You got a yes, lot going on. You need I, to get going. I try to stay booked and busy. I do. But I try to stay moving in, in these streets. I know definitely. Do. I feel I feel so honored, Austin, because 
I've been seeing you popping up mm-hmm. on different podcasts. Yeah. But it's all comedy. I was like, did nobody, did don't nobody, nobody do talk sports? They don't. Don't nobody talk sports. Nobody has ever asked me about my sports background. Of course, because they don't even know. They just they, see your tall ass and, and they're like, it. she's just tall. <laughs> I got a quick question before yes, we go. Yes, a real yes. quick question. Because I'm a man and mm-hmm. men, when we see tall women, we mm-hmm. always go, damn. We can make an NBA player. Exactly. How many times did you get that? Oh, every day. Still <laughs> to this day. You be like, do you know I like what you like, sir? To it don't matter. This, but it I, I think one time, just give me the one chance. <laughs> That's it, plug. They don't care. They don't care. To this day, every day of my life, a man comes up to me. One man told me, <laughs> he was like, damn, you're a tall drink of water. I love it. <laughs> the fuck are you? Get out of my face, sir. And then another dude told me, he was like, damn, I love to climb, climb that climb tree. Climb that tree. Get the fuck out of my oh, face. God. I've heard everything. Everything that you can think of sexual, I've heard from a man. Not from women. From a man. We the same height laying down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard that. I've heard that. I've heard that. That's what my grandpa like, told me to tell him. I love to wrap them legs around my neck. Boy, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love to wrap them long legs around my neck. Boy, get the fuck out my face. A pervert ass pervert boy. Pervert ass boy. So I get everything. I've heard it all. And it doesn't bother me. I, I just laugh it off. I'll be like, thank you, but no, thank you. So, yeah. But these hairy things, <laughs> where can they find you? Where can they find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Storm the Artiste. That's Storm, S T O R H M D Artiste, A R T I S T E. You can find me on Facebook at the same Storm Artiste. Um, and then you can find me on TikTok at Storm Artiste as well. So, Storm Artiste or Storm the Artiste. Sweet. That's it. Well, shit. Thank you for coming by. I appreciate it. I had a great time. This is a great, great, great podcast. So I have enjoyed myself. Thank you for having me. And we gon' you gonna see this on on uh, online and be like, damn, I did say fuck my coach at Memphis. I said, <laughs> and I said again, fuck that bitch. And, and that, that being said, it's been the Trophy Case Podcast. You don't take it easy. All right. <laughs>